plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, power partners, hello. It's almost summer, only two days away, and then it's officially the sun that's going to be sun and fun and, you know, all of that stuff. So I hope that you are ready preparing for a great summertime. I am Cynthia Bryan. You are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. And this program is brought to you by Be the Star You Are charity that is always striving to help you be the best person that you can be. The miracle moment for today is by Be The Star You Are. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. And it's from probably one of all of our favorite characters, Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Doing nothing often leads to the very best of something. So that's something to think about because... As we are uh, moving into summer, you know, we want to uh, discover, relax, nourish, connect, and maybe sometimes do just a little bit of nothing. It'll give us time to reflect and to think and to possibly even reform. Well, we have a fun show for you today, and hopefully you're going to get a lot out of it. Uh, We're going to be talking about attracting confident individuals and having self-confidence and how can we become more self-confident and exude that confidence when we get to uh, segment two. And in segment three, tackling home improvement projects, probably a lot of us are doing that this summer and there are some apps that can help you succeed. You don't uh, now have to go and get every manual or spend time reading lots of instructions because there are these do-it-yourself apps that you can just kind of hang on your tool belt, right? And on top of that, we'll talk about how to save some money, spend it, manage it wisely. Again, we'll have some more apps for you that'll help you shop smart, take a vacation, And have, you know, just have some fun home away from home. So uh, that's all coming up. But right now, I'm calling it Sip Into Summer because I would love you, if you're, unless you're at work or at your office, it'd be great to grab a glass of vino and um, we're going to go into the garden because that's what this is all about this time. You know, um, as the scent to the rose are the memories, to me, was a very good quote by Amelia Welby. And, you know, cooler weather has hidden, um, has been gone for a little bit. Warmer days are beckoning us to linger outdoors. My garden has been really gorgeous with a blooms and aromas of all the scrumptious scents that are out there. Recently, my daughter, Heather Brittany, who's also an avid gardener, was visiting. And every time she comes, she wants to walk in my landscape, which is large, about four acres, and wants to learn more. 
by, you know, walking through the garden, through the orchards, through the vineyards, everything. However, on this occasion, I was a student and she was the teacher as we strolled through all of the perfumed botanicals. Heather is a sommelier, which a sommelier, if you don't know, is a trained and knowledgeable wine professional, and she actually works in an elite and innovative winery in Temecula called Danza del Sol. So we both had a glass of wine in hand, our vino, our Italian vino, And we had several different varietals opened on the patio so that we could taste and smell and do all of those things as we were in the garden. So as we were walking, she was crushing leaves and pinching petals and informing me of the subtle flavors that we might be experiencing as we sip our way through the backyard. So we picked nasturgeum, rose, mint, mock orange, cherry, lamb's ear, calendula, um, nigella, lemongrass, fennel, even a sliver of an olive branch. We stuck our nose into lilies and lavender and jasmine and many different kinds of citrus, which were tangerines and tangelos and lemons and limes and different kinds of limes, different kinds of lemons, oranges. We scooped a handful of soil and mulch and we drew in those aromas of nature And then rosemary, sage, thyme, chervil, parsley, oregano, bay. I had never really thought of them as essences of wine. But at each stop, she would encourage me to stop, to breathe in, and to imagine. She would say, you know, touch the lamb's ear. Feel how velvety the finish of that Queen Elizabeth rose is. Take a bite of fennel. Slow down. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? What do you taste? So it was just this very lovely promenade of experiencing the senses and relating them to wine. Now, most of you who have been listening to this show for the past 21 years, I often talk about having been born and groomed in the vineyards of Napa Valley, where I learned farming and gardening skills from my parents, grandparents, yet I never really ambled in my own private garden equating my flowers and my herbs with the wine that I was consuming. And often I've been told that as a writer, I should be crafting the verbiage on wine labels. And what's kept me from being creative in that particular format are some of the normal descriptions that I read on bottles. You know, it's like leather, tar, asphalt, tobacco. I mean, those are not ingredients that I choose to imbibe. I mean, I wouldn't ever lick the asphalt. Um, I don't chew on leather. I I don't uh, bite into tar. I don't smoke tobacco. But here in my garden, I understood because we were luxuriating in the multitude of floral opportunities to discover those subtleties of the fruit of the vine. And then, of course, a whiff of a barnyard, and especially my barnyard, reminds me of my childhood, riding horses, tending sheep, you know, branding cattle, raising chickens. The pine and the redwood needles evoke the memories of Christmas. A shaving of St. Lucian nutmeg makes me nostalgic for Thanksgiving. Narcissus and jasmine are the smells that remind me of spring. And that sweet stench of aged compost and sensational swaths of fragrant roses and perfume lavender offer the spectacular sights and spice 
to the summer garden. So on our way back to the house, it was so interesting because we watched a little small sparrow flip from a pine wreath that I had at my back door. And then as uh, we looked closer at the wreath, very careful inspection, we witnessed three tiny little eggs nestled in a nest. And we shot a photo to remember our afternoon wine lesson. And it was just a fitting finale from our spring into summer sipping expedition. So pour yourself a glass of Bacchus's favorite beverage. Walk around your garden and indulge your senses with some sense and memories. And then slow down and ask yourself, what do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? What do you taste? Then you can just sip into summer. Now, here are a few gardening guides for the month of June. Um, it's time to prune off all those very dry, dead leaves from your bulbs like tulips and daffodils and hyacinths and bluebells and freesias and any other spring bulbs. But they have to have turned to crispy yellow. So when I say crispy, it should be like potato chip crispy. In other words, when you touch them and grab them to prune them or to, to pull them, there should be no bulbs attached and they should just disconnect immediately. Add companion plantings of oriental poppies, allium delphinium, daylilies, salvia, and peonies. You can photograph eggs in a bird nest, but don't disturb the nest. The mother bird is alert and watching and usually is perched somewhere nearby. You um, can divide perennials before the weather is too warm. Astralomeria, hosta, yarrow, aster, and astilbe all like to be divided. And most perennials do need dividing every three to four years to maintain the annual blooms. This is, uh, we're in National Pollinator Week right now, so you might want to pollinate, I mean pollinate, plant three new pollinator plants that are going to attract bees, butterflies, and birds. You could try the Love in a Mist, Bee Balm, and Fennel. And speaking of bees, I was just watching on Netflix a very interesting documentary called Rotten. And I really recommend that uh, that you uh, pick it up. I mean, or you know, or go to Netflix and watch it. I think that you'll be quite. Um, I don't want to say the words entertained. You'll be informed because uh, the quantity of bees around the world has diminished by fifty percent. The increase in the desire for honey has increased by a hundred percent, and. Interestingly, even though there are less bees, there's more honey. And what this particular program was showing is that countries um, like China, they are shipping through other countries, through other Asian countries, not pure honey, but they are cutting it just like you would a drug with very low quality corn syrup or some other kind of syrup. So when you buy honey that isn't local, you may not be uh, consuming real honey. And so that was really scary. So, And another reason to um, buy local honey is honey is really great for anybody who has allergies of any kind. And when you consume local honey, you'll cut down on allergies that you might have to that particular area or the particular pollens. Now, also mulching your garden is really important. You want to add three inches of mulch. And if you have pine or redwood trees, you can gather the needles to 
mulch, your roses, azaleas, rhododendrons, fuchsias, and any other acid-loving plants. And the mulch will keep the plants cooler, they'll maintain moisture, and they keep erosion away. If you're planting mints, make sure you contain them in pots with saucers because spearmint, peppermint, pineapple mint, catnip, and all the rest of the mint family can easily become invasive when planted in the ground or allowed their roots to go through the container and get into the ground. And I am here to tell you it is true because I even have mint growing in my lawn now, which I don't want. I have to mow it down. But it just escaped from a container. And I love mint, but there's just no way you can eat that much mint. Deadhead your roses at least weekly to encourage continual blooming. I do mine probably every couple days. I just like to go out into the garden after work and cut off the dead blooms, and then they seem to regenerate within maybe three weeks. If you let them go to they have the rose hips, the plant is going to quit blooming. Make sure to bait for snails and slugs. They're still out there, and especially if you're planting small, new um you know, new seedlings, make sure to do that because the snails and slugs love to devour anything that's new. You can plant your annuals or make sure to plant your, your annuals in blocks of odd numbers like 3, 5, 7, 9, 11 or more just to create a natural and more aesthetically pleasing look to the human eye. To achieve this, you can plant the same variety of flowers in odd groupings or you can create color blocks with several different varieties. Cut bouquets of Love in the Mist and um, Australomeria because these flowers will last up to two weeks in a vase. Um, and it, they're really a nice, you know, a nice enjoyment. And then walk through your garden to savor the scents of a variety of plants like I was explaining to you. Cherries are ripe now and you better go out and pick them before the birds get them all. You can do a second planting of beets and chard and beans and radishes. Listen to the serenading of the bullfrogs as they seduce you with their song. They are so loud at nighttime, but I just love listening to them. Repel mosquitoes by emptying anything that contains even a few drops of water, or you can add dunks to ponds or non-circulating water sources. Citronella and lemongrass plants supposedly help when they're placed on the patio, but um, I don't think they keep the mosquitoes away. You'd probably have to, you know, rub, rub those things on you. And then pour a glass of wine and decipher the flavors that emanate from your garden. Commemorate summer with a gift from the garden. And I would really love you to include a copy of, um, uh, of my books, uh, Growing with the Goddess Gardener, Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul, or anything in the Be the Star You Are series, or my book, The Business of Show Business, if you're in acting. Visit CynthiaBryan.com forward slash online dash store, or just go to CynthiaBryan.com. You'll see a button to click on the store. And celebrate the summer solstice it's on june 21st and i would like to celebrate with a controlled and safe bonfire and when i say that i do mean a fire pit that would have a spark arrester on it unless you're somewhere at a beach or a lake where it is fire safe and you're not going to cause a forest fire or a wildfire and a little piece of trivia did you know that the word bonfire is derived from the words bone fire 
because bones were burned to make lime to sweeten the soil. So anything, any plants that aren't acidic, they like the lime. And in years past, bone fires or bonfires, they were beacons to guide travelers on land and sea. And now I have a few sun safety tips for you because the sun rays hit the earth most directly at the equator. And as you move toward the north and south poles, the sun rays are more at an angle. And that's why they feel more intense, like if you go to Cancun, as opposed to if you're in Canada. But no matter where you travel, it's important to protect your skin from sun damage. So here are a few uh, helpful hints for enjoying the sun safely this summer. Apply a water-resistant, broad-spectrum sunscreen with an SPF factor of 30 or higher daily, although I think 30 really is kind of the highest, even though they go up to 70. The sun rays reflect off of every surface, and they can burn you even when it's cloudy. And then put on sunscreen 20 to 30 minutes before you go outside. Use that time to, you know, finish your coffee, read the news, or catch up on an email. And then make sure to reapply that sunscreen every two hours or every hour if you're swimming. Don't forget your feet, your neck, and behind your ears because those spots are often overlooked. And then you can do a lip balm that has an SPF of 15 on your lips. Make sure your sunglasses have UV protection. Wear a hat with a broad brim and dress in pants and shirts with long sleeves whenever practical, especially during the hours of 10 and 2 uh, if you're going to be outdoors or if you're going to be out for long periods of time. Uh, Make sure everyone in your group has applied the sunscreen, especially those children. And don't use a spray sunscreen directly on a child's face. And babies under six months just should be kept out of the sun entirely. And take breaks uh, from the sun from time to time for, you know, to get a bite to eat or a nap. And don't use a tanning bed. When you follow those steps, you're going to ensure that you'll be in the sun safely and you won't ruin a vacation if you're going to take that. You do have to watch out for sunburns when the weather's warmer. And um, you'll wonder if last year's sunscreen might work. And if your sunscreen bottle doesn't show an expiration date, It's better to toss it and buy a new bottle because sunscreen does expire and it's not worth risking a painful sunburn to save a few dollars. And in case of a sunburn or you start feeling red, move indoors right away. Take a cool shower or a bath and apply moisturizer with aloe vera or even soy to help your skin to start to heal. Um, Aloe vera is a plant. It's a succulent. And I think it's really important that everybody should have a little pot of it on their windowsill or on their back porch because you can just pick it off and rub it on your skin and it gives you instant relief. It's filled with antioxidants and lots of nutrients and it helps all kinds of wounds even when you cut yourself. Make sure to drink plenty of water and You might need to take ibuprofen or aspirin if you're really red and swollen and uncomfortable. And then stay out of the sun if you have a sunburn until your skin heals. And if you have to be outside, wear protective clothing that's tightly woven. And another uh, great way to prevent sunburn is just to choose clothing that has a built-in UV, you know, an ultraviolet protection More of these pants and shirts and shorts and swimsuits are available now than ever, so you can do a quick search online to see what retailers carry them. You know, skin cancer is the only cancer that is preventable, so take a minute or two to apply sunscreen before heading out for the day. 
I am really bad about I do put on sunscreen every day. I'm just really bad about reapplying it because I forget or I don't have it with me. So just remember that sunlight's going to affect you, whether you're in your car, working in the yard, taking a walk, having lunch on the patio with friends, you know, or out to a restaurant and sitting outside. So it just makes sense to protect yourself. When we come back from break, it's all about self-confidence. My name is Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Visit our website at starstyleradio.com and stay with me because more to come. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, we're back. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We are a a television. We are a radio show. We were a television show, but we are a radio show to empower you to be your best self. And when we talk about show business, really what we always have to talk about is self-confidence because everybody loves a winner, and nobody wants to be around somebody who is like, uh, you know, Nobody likes me, I'm going to go eat worms, or somebody who is sad all the time. So how can you develop more self-confidence if you don't have it? Because it is an important key to success in any walk of life. People that have self-confidence, they're noticed more, they achieve their goals relatively uh, swifter. In contrast, people who lack self-confidence often end up being what is quoted as the losers. Now, you need to build your self-confidence if you want to do well in anything. And we have a few tips that can help you build that elusive quality that we call self-confidence. 
Now, first of all, self-confidence is found in people who have healthy self-esteem. People with self-esteem know their personal worth and they act accordingly. And a good way to improve your personal worth is to make a list of your accomplishments every day or just to make a list of all the things that you think that that you are good at or that you would qualify for or that you're proud of. And you will be so surprised at how many positive acts you perform every day in your life, but you never notice them. And once you start looking at this list, your self-confidence is going to boom. One of the things I've always done with my acting clients is having them keep a uh, How Great I Am journal. And, uh, and it's because... I, it's very hard to be an actor. We're rejected almost every day. I mean, think about it. If you are in any kind of profession other than the arts, you probably have a job that you interviewed once or twice or maybe three times for, but you have that job and you go to it every day. As an actor, you are interviewing for a new job just about every single day unless you've been cast on a TV series. So if you are uh, working in commercials or, you know, bit parts in films, you're constantly auditioning and you're constantly being told you're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not short enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not ugly enough. You know, you're too old. You're too young. You're too brown. You're too black. It doesn't, it's just, it feels like you're always never enough. So, uh, Having this journal that says how great I am, what it does to help you is you start writing down every time someone compliments you on something. And it could just be your hair is so shiny today and you would just write my I have shiny hair or they would say, you know, I love your laugh and you would write down I have a nice laugh. You don't include the butts. You know, if somebody says, uh, oh, you did a great job. You did a great job in creating that art piece, but there's a little bit too much blue. You wouldn't write that. You would just say, I did a great job creating the art piece. So you, uh, we, this will help you build your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Now, you have to be very clear about your goals and in If you need to, you need to break, and I think it's actually a good idea to do this, is to break your goals into small, manageable parts. And then every time you achieve something minor, give yourself a pat on the back, buy yourself an ice cream cone, you know, whatever it is that makes you happy, that is going to help you boost your self-confidence. And then you'll be able to step forward and go towards bigger goals because, It is um, such a key to life uh, in having that confidence. Now, the next thing is it's helpful to find a coach um, or a mentor who can help you reach your goals. Now, usually for a coach, you'll have to pay the coach. If you have a find a mentor, perhaps this mentor will will do this for you. But most people who have done well in life have a person, uh, a mentor who has either traveled the same road that they're traveling on or a coach who can help them stay on the right road. And you want to meet regularly and seek their advice and support as a routine and as much as possible. And then you're going to find that you're going to learn something new every day. And again, write things down. There's something magic that happens when you write down what's happening to you and you write down your goals. You tend to achieve them more. Then 
Learn to socialize with people who are upbeat, supportive, and positive. People who like you, people who respect you. And you give them that same rapport, that same support, that same positive out, uh, outlook on life that they give to you. And stay away from negative and critical people. I call it cleaning closets. You know, sometimes we gather all these acquaintances and then we call them friends, but sometimes those people are toxic. And I have over the years, I just eliminate all of those kind of people out of my life. Now, sometimes you're married to them or, or they're part of your family or they live next door and you can't completely eliminate them, but you can avoid them as much as positive, possible because what they do is they help you see a negative side of you. They don't look at your positive side. They find fault. And there, nobody likes to be around cynical, negative, worldview people. And that it can be very, very damaging to your self-esteem and to your progress in life. So get rid of them. Clean those closets. Pay attention to your appearance and how you look. And Take pleasure in dressing for success, whatever that means to you. If it's, you know, jeans and a t-shirt, that's great. If, if it means that it's a dress, you know, or a suit, that's great. Whatever makes you feel good is the way you should dress. And, or, and I also just like to dress for the occasion. <laughs> when I'm working in my, gardener, in my garden, I look like a gardener. When I'm going to a meeting, I look professional. When I'm going to a social event, I will look, you know, a little bit more upscale and a little bit more fun. Just remember that everybody is going to see you differently and you need to pay attention to that, that you are radiating a positive, smart, put-together look that that reflects who you are because that can really make a difference between success and failure. Again, getting back to acting, when we go on auditions, if we're auditioning for a bag lady, you wouldn't wear a formal, you know, and vice versa. You wouldn't look like a bag lady if you were uh, auditioning as a beauty queen. And I know those are extreme examples, but, you know, you want to give a little bit of a flavor of what that is. Now, failure is fertilizer. I think I have to write a book about that because the more you fail, the more you will succeed. So when you make a mistake, don't beat yourself up. Just take it in stride, move on, and say you're going to put that failure on the compost pile. As long as you learn for it, learn from it, there really are no mistakes. Um, because if you start looking at it as every mistake is a step backward, it's going to destroy your self-confidence. And a better way is just to shrug it off as, you know, very inconsequential and decide you're going to be up for a new challenge. And again, Learn what you did incorrectly or why that mistake happened and vow to make it different. Just be realistic about your abilities. I know the, um, the, there's a couple of examples that in almost in every book you read. And it's, one is the idea of riding a bicycle, of how, you know, you ha- it takes time to learn to ride a bicycle. You start with, with uh, training wheels, maybe, and a few times you're going to fall off, but then you can get going. Or a baby, 
starts crawling and then they try to walk and they fall down and they try to stand up and they fall down and they try to walk again and they fall down. The key is, is they, they just keep getting back up. So every time you fall off that horse, just get back up. Make sure that you take care of your health because health is wealth. That means that you want to get enough exercise. You want to eat lots of fruits and vegetables and herbs. You want to um, just eat clean and eat healthy. And it, you'll be in, you'll find that the healthier you are, the better you'll feel about yourself. Because when you're sick. You just can't glow and you just you want to just kind of crawl in bed and cover yourself up with the covers. But when you're feeling really good, then you have interest in life and that is exciting. Make sure to um, meet and greet and be kind to other people because people will mirror you. If you smile at people, they will tend to smile back and that will boost your self-confidence as well as theirs. So that's a real key thing is to, um, to smile, to laugh, you know, and put that little twinkle in your eye. Focus on activities and skills that you really are good at performing. For example, if you are just terrible in math, you know, maybe being a mathematician is not what you need to strive for because that will probably just exacerbate the mistakes or limit your success. If you are an artist but everybody tells you you'll never make money as an artist, make sure you're still doing art even if you have a second job because when you're passionate about something, you will be good at something. And when you are good at something, your confidence grows. So continue doing that. And then you might want to have a, a, a hobby that interests you outside of work. So whatever, if you like woodworking or, you know, you're a hunter or a fisher person or you like to work on cars or you like to sew or crochet or cook or garden, whatever it is. You know, make sure that you get something in your life that is fun for you to do. And interestingly enough, many times hobbies can turn into a profession for you because you become so skilled at it that other people might notice. Uh, I'm, an example for me is I had studied, I had studied so much design. Uh, interior design and garden design and architecture and landscape design literally for the sole purpose of building my own house and doing my own to doing my own decorating so I didn't have to hire um, as many people I mean obviously I'd have to hire a uh, a builder but I wanted to be the designer and you know the contractor for example but I did such a, I learned so much and I spent so much time because it became a passion of mine that other people started asking me if I would do their house and I literally went back to school, got more courses and then became a professional interior designer and a professional member of American Society of Interior Design and I took all the boards and, you know, had a very, a very lucrative career for many years and it all started literally for, from a hobby. So just know that you can grow from that as well. So try to practice a few of these tips and see what difference it makes in your life and see if you feel 
like you have more self-confidence and are um, and happier and feel that you really are thriving in life because when you're confident in yourself, you'll be able to help other people be confident in their self. And especially if you are a member of a family unit or you have children, you will be able to help them boost their self-esteem and confidence as well. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming back with a business bite. And then we will have more on do-it-yourself apps and other things, ways that you can save money, spend it, and manage it wisely. Don't go away. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. No matter who you are, you probably would like to reduce your monthly household bills. Now, home ownership is considered one of the most reliable ways to build personal wealth. However, all those monthly expenses really add up. And if you can reduce your monthly expenses, whether you own or rent, you'll have more money to put into savings or investments. So here are just a few ways you can do that. So check utility costs. You can fix leaky faucets, install LED bulbs, and a low-flow shower head. If you live in a sunny area, you might consider solar. And you want to shop around for lower rates on phone, internet, and cable. Check for discounts. Some energy companies offer rebates or discounts for installing energy-efficient appliances, windows, insulation, and doors. Reevaluate your insurance for home and auto. Again, some companies will offer discounts to long-term clients, or if yours doesn't, shop around. You might be able to bundle car and home insurance and get a better discount for alarms or other security measures. Reduce your mortgage payment. For most homeowners, the mortgage payment is the biggest expense of the month. You can make additional payments on top of your monthly payment to reduce the interest you're paying, or you can consider refinances when rates are attractive. By saving just $50 a month, you'll have an additional $600 a year, and you can take inventory of your monthly expenses and then find ways to fatten your wallet. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profit. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. Be the star you are. The star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. 
Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is well, as you know, there is, seems to be an app for everything these days, and I'm not really, really big on too many apps because um, what I'm always trying to do is, uh, is you know, get things off of my phone as opposed to put, putting more things on my phone, <laughs> but if we're home improvement ideas, there's really an app for so many things. And if you're one of these people that have all these manuals around or you're trying to put something together and then you got to find a manual, now there are apps to, that can help you or you can find the manuals online. And of course, there's easy access to just about everything with YouTube videos. You could learn how to sew your own curtains. Um, there's Pinterest boards that are full of tips on refinishing furniture and so there's never been a better time for anyone to be a do-it-yourselfer. My whole life, I've been a do-it-yourselfer. Growing up on a farm, that's what you learn to do. And uh, I know that, you know, I had to, because we didn't have any money when I was young, I learned to sew all my own clothes. I started sewing and I made all my clothes for the time I went into high school. And then several years, I did all of college and then even several years um and when I was married, I even made my home, my husband's clothes as well. And the same thing with home improvement things. I learned to upholster and refinish and wallpaper and paint and, you know, do all of those things. So tackling home improvement as a do-it-yourselfer gives you total control over the process. It offers you the opportunity to learn new skills and it can even save you tons of money. So if you are ready to tackle some projects around the house, here are a few apps that can help you out. And these are really fun. Now, color apps. This is really, really cool because it used to be that you had to just go get these little swatches of uh, paint chips or you'd have to buy, you know, a pint of paint, put it on the walls in different places. And then you could see what it was going to look like. But now, if you see a color you think would look nice on your walls, you can snap a picture with a free app, and then you can find the closest Benjamin Moore paint color. Uh, and you can see complementary colors and even um, uh, create custom paint colors that you can go and buy. So actually, Benjamin Moore has it. Sherwin-William has it. One of the apps is called Color Capture. Another one is called Color Smart. You probably just have to um, go to your app store and put in colors because, and with Color Smart, you can do more than just compare paint colors. You can even calculate how much paint you're going to need to tackle any given 
project. So this is those are really good apps. Then there is um, a virtual reality. Uh, it's called Paint Tester. It's a free app also that la- allows you to take a photo of a room and then you virtually paint the walls in order to preview your color choices. I mean, how cool is that? So, I mean, and, and as design, you can if you're a designer, I mean, really helping your clients. Then there's Home Design 3D. Now, this is a really powerful free app, and it allows you to create a very simple. 3D model of your home or your room, and then you can fill it with customizable furniture. You can see how new furniture or paint colors would look, or you can just test out arrangement ideas, and you don't have to lift anything, so saving your back. And then there are databases. There's WikiHow. Now, that is a free community-built database, and it contains about 200,000 articles on how to do everything from replacing a thermostat to installing a mailbox. Then there's a a do-it-yourself tip genius, and that's a free app too, and you can access thousands of tips, instructions, and ideas for um, do-it-yourself home improvement projects, and you can save the tips for later, and you can also share it with friends. Now, everybody knows about Pinterest. It's a free virtual pin board that makes it easy to save images, ideas, and resources for home decor projects and then organize them into categories. And I know so many people that are redoing their houses and they're using that. And then there's House, H-O-U-Z-Z. That's a community, and it's a free app. You can start saving home decorating ideas. You can connect with local improvement pros. You can connect with designers. I'm on that app. You can you can read up on furniture and you can get product recommendations. And there's just they have lots of articles and lots of photos. Then when it comes to tools, this one is a dollar ninety nine. It's called iHandy Carpenter, and it gives you a complete carpentry toolkit in your pocket, including like a digital level, a plumb bob, um, a steel protractor, and a ruler. And then there's an app that actually costs $4.99. It's called RoomScan Pro, but it allows you to map out the dimensions of a room in seconds by simply placing your device against a wall. So some tasks obviously are going to require an expert, but others require only time and enthusiasm. And that gives you a complete arsenal of do-it-yourself apps that are handy. And then you can be ready for those home improvement projects that you are dreaming up. Now... There are other uh, smart money tips that I wanted to give you and other apps that can be helpful. First of all, I want to talk about rebates. Now, you know when you go to buy something and there's a rebate form and you have to include a receipt and then a UPC code and then you got to mail it in before a deadline passes? It's interesting the promotional marketing insights firm says that 50 to 60% of buyers don't submit the rebate forms. So there are three general rules about rebates. Number one, don't procrastinate. Um, leave the Don't leave the rebate forms where you're going to overlook them. Um, and then be honest, is it worth the effort? So if the rebate is really little, like just a few cents, it's probably not even worth the stamp. But if it's like $50, then that's maybe a good thing. So if not, the product with the rebate may not be the best deal. Warranties. Don't buy warranties you don't need. When you buy an appliance or uh, an electronic, the salespeople are going to tell you how great the product is, 
And then after you say, okay, I'm going to buy it, then they start bad-mathing it and say, hey, you probably need to buy the service contract. Well, don't bite that. Typically, you're going to pay 10 to 20% beyond the product's price to extend one-year manufacturing warranty through five years of ownership. But what you probably don't know is half of that money goes to the retailer as pure profit. And most appliances are not going to break down within the covered period. And when they do, the cost to repair, the cost to repair it probably is going to be less than the extended warranty cost. And you probably will get better service anyway from an independent provider. And on top of that, if you pay with a credit card, many credit cards already extend the warranty for a, a, an additional year. So just resist that temptation. You don't need to do it. Now, if you are, um, if, you know, don't you don't want to also buy impulse purchases because if you do, just look at store displays. You're probably going to overpay. So if you want to curb your urge to spend, you might want to head instead to the internet. Here are a few sites that can be really helpful. Dealnews.com and Ben'sBargains.com track thousands of deals at over 2,000 online retailers. And they do product price comparisons. Obviously, there's Amazon. There's also Pronto.com and Google Shopping. So if you're already out, you know, and you're going to a retail store, I, you might want to get, and I like this app, Shop Savvy, because what you do is you scan the barcode with your phone's camera, and then you can get um, prices from other retailers. And that's a good one. Now, if you're going to take a vacation, a lot of people are taking vacations this year, especially this summer, uh, you may want to just skip like places like Expedia and Orbit and, and Travelocity and instead go straight to Kayak.com because what Kayak does is it fetches fares from hundreds of online sources. You can click on the best deal and then Kayak will send you to the site where you can buy that ticket. And that is kind of, that's really better. Also, there's airfarewatchdog.com. Now, they have employees who lurk on airline websites that are looking for fare sales. And there's a bonus. The site includes fares from Southwest and JetBlue and other small airlines that aren't on any of those bigger uh, search sites. If you're looking for a great deal on a hotel, Probably hotels.com is still the best search for you because you can have that uh, download the mobile app and they have a loyalty um, app that goes with it where you can get negotiated secret prices that are even a bigger savings. And if it's last minute, there's Hotel Tonight app and those have hotels throughout the Americas, Europe and Australia. And they actually rate the hotels on a scale of crash pad to high roller. I like to, when I travel, if especially if it's with a family, you know, with, uh, with any of my family members, uh, we like to uh, book a vacation rental, like a whole house. And that's really great for groups because it usually has so much more space and amenities and the price is either similar or less than what it would cost at a hotel. So homeaway.com has the biggest selection of rental Lodgings, they have over a million listings worldwide. So that's really good. And of course, there's bedandbreakfast.com if you want to go to an inn or a B&B. 
And um, everybody already knows about Airbnb, so that's another, you know, another one. And if you really want luxury, there are private sales sites like jetsetter.com, and they have like really exclusive things, um, exclusive places. And they're usually 50, 30 to 50% off of maybe the published rates. And they have sales that might last five to 10 days. So that's a good one. If you're going on a cruise, try Cruise Compete. They have 30,000 travel agents, and you will find the lowest prices on the voyages based on dates and ports and ships. So um, that's also a very good one if you, um, if you want to do that. Um, let's see. Oh, a credit card stuff. If you, if you want to save on the ATM overseas, you may want to check with your credit card because there are certain credit cards that you can have free uh, ATM use and also they don't um, charge those, you know, those uh, hidden fees or those, um, uh, what are they called? Oh, from, you know, from another, from another uh, currency fee. So that's always important. Uh, let's see. Oh, I just will give you a couple other things of to trim your energy use. Try those Energy Star seal of approval models. Uh, if you're going to buy a home electronics or appliance, they usually can save you 10 to 50 percent, and that's a really a really uh, important thing. Well, I hope that you've gotten some information from our show for today. Gain some confidence are going to go through your garden and sip wine and find some do-it-yourself apps and other apps that are going to save you time and money well thank you so much for being great listeners and allowing me into your life every wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m pacific right here on the voice america network the empowerment channel for more information about Star Style Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com. If you'd like to get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, motivate, and hopefully help you get educated on some new things. Until we celebrate next week, remember that love always wins. Kindness prevails and smiles keep us happy. I hope you'll pick up a book this week. Visit CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books. We also have an Amazon store. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style. I thank you and encourage you. Be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic you. Have a great week. Be the star you are. The star you are. been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program star style be the star you are we have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire inform entertain and motivate you to be the star you were born to be for more information visit starstyleradio.com and to make a donation to the charity go to be the star you ignite the flame that burns brightly within Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, 
Be the star you are.